Chapter 17. Leveraging Social Media There are plenty of books on social media, including specialized books on Twitter, LinkedIn, and even one by Guy Kawasaki on Google+. See the appendix for a list of resources. But I have some ideas on how to leverage social media for influence, in particular, analyst influence. This chapter is a complete revelation for the first time of the things I have learned about social media and analyst influence. I've had a little more time to investigate and use social media than most analysts, other than the ones that cover social media, that is. Here are my techniques, tips, and gems. Twitter. Twitter is a powerful influence tool if used properly. One of the reasons it's so valuable is that journalists and PR people jumped on early. Social media marketing is the latest thing in their field, and they're all over it. Journalists and PR people are critical components of the influence ecosystem. Luckily, they're all on Twitter. Let's quickly go over what Twitter is. It is broadcast instant messaging with extremely low barriers to following people. When it first started out, the idea behind Twitter was that instead of texting your friends individually about the meetup at the local bar, you could send one message and have it sent to everyone who elected to follow your tweets straight to their phones. Obviously, that did not scale. Imagine getting a text message for every tweet in your stream today. Now Twitter is a medium for posting short messages, news items, links to interesting stories, or, or the latest meme, and yes, what you're doing at the moment. There are over 140 million active users of Twitter. If you're not already on Twitter, it is almost impossible to understand the value. So go to Twitter.com and sign up today. You'll soon reap the rewards. Create an account. As with all social media, the early adopters grab all the great IDs. You will need Twitter accounts for your company. If you're lucky, this will be available. If your name is trademarked, you should be able to wrest control from whoever grabbed it. If a Twitter squatter is sitting on it, you should be fairly straightforward. If you are the Weather Company or the Smith Company, it'll be much harder to get at Weather or at Smith. That is how you address a tweet to someone. You at them by putting the ampersand sign in front of their ID. You can go with appending the official to your name. Your CEO. If your CEO is already active on Twitter, you're off to a great start. If not, Get her the Twitter ID at your company CEO. Your social media influence expert. This is the person that you're going to assign to manage all of your social media activity. She or he will ideally already be a very active Twitter user. Every employee in your company. That's right. Every single employee and stakeholder has a role to play in social media. Next, build your Twitter page. Fill out the profile for each of the above roles. The company and a link to your homepage should appear in the profile summary that everyone sees. Always use a professional picture of the account holder if it is a person, and the company logo or an image that represents the company for the company ID. You also have the ability to upload a background image. Have your graphics people come up with a great corporate background that includes an image that depicts what you do. If it evokes the inception point, even better. Now you're all set. There's just one problem. There are four little numbers that appear on your page. The number of times you have tweeted, the number of people you follow, the number of people who follow you, and the number of lists you appear on. You must grow all of those stats as quickly as possible. If you treat Twitter like Facebook, you will fail. You want everyone to follow you, and you want to follow everyone. The only IDs you don't want are spammers. We all have to do our part to weed out spammers. The secret to getting followers. 
The number of followers you have is loosely associated with your influence. The most followed people are celebrities, journalists, and early social media experts. When they tweet something, people pay attention. It's the Oprah effect. If Justin Bieber tweets he likes Coke more than Pepsi, buy stock in Coke and sell Pepsi short. The rest of us are not that popular. The typical industry analyst will have one or two thousand followers, as you saw during your influence measurement exercise. So the goal is to get as many followers as possible as quickly as you can. And here's how you do that. Follow followers. Thanks to the limits that Twitter imposes, this rule is the key to getting followers. Twitter will only let you follow 2,000 people until you get to around 1,800 followers. Twitter also limits how many people you can follow in a day. The number is fluid, but you will hit it during your growth phase. Once you get past 1,800 followers, you can start following like mad. But there are still limits to curtail abuse. So let's continue to see how to abuse Twitter. You do not want to follow Justin Bieber, CNN Breaking News, or any of the other interesting accounts. Those accounts do not follow you back. You can look at any Twitter account to see the ratio of followed to followers. It's really apparent who follows back and who does not. If they have 10,000 followers but only follow 134 people, they will not follow you back unless they know you. Let's get started. You're going to find and follow people who follow back. Go to www.twitter.com backslash Steenan and follow me. I'll follow you back. There's one. Now click on My Followers and follow the first 20 that are listed. Don't follow the people I follow. You don't know that they follow back. But the people who follow me have already self-identified as followers. And you only follow the first 20 because they have been recently active. Someone who followed me six months ago might not even use Twitter anymore. Now go to the Twitter page of someone you just followed and click on the list of their followers. Follow the first 20 in that list. Rinse and repeat until Twitter says you have followed too many people. Do this for each account you manage. The next day, after the Twitter clock has been reset, start over. Follow the limit. If you follow people randomly, you get about 10% followbacks. If you use the technique above, it's closer to 50%. Here is how you get that number closer to 90%. There is a search bar on your Twitter page. Search on hashtag followback or hashtag TeamFollowBack. You will get a list of people engaged in building their Twitter follower numbers. 90% of them will follow back. By this point, you're going to hit the follow wall. Twitter will stop you from following any more people until the number of followers you have catches up. So you must unfollow the losers who did not follow you back. Go to JustUnfollow.com and log in with your Twitter ID. Unfollow everyone who has not followed you. There are dozens of tools for doing this. I find the free ones are good, but if you are serious, pay the small fee that allows you to unfollow more people efficiently. Now you have to take protective measures to ensure the people who followed you do not think you are a loser who does not follow back. Just look at your list of followers and follow all of them. It's only polite. And you spend about three seconds getting every follower. You don't want to throw that away. Eventually, you will want to use an auto-follow-back tool to take care of this task. Twitter grader and clout pay attention to your follow-follower ratio, rightly so, as a true influencer will have many more followers than follows. So, keep your ratio in favor of followers by eliminating people who do not follow back. If you need to up your clout score, you can always unfollow everyone and get an instant boost, but I've not encountered a reason to do that.
As you'll see, this process does not really advance your cause. Once you get to over 2,000 followers, you can start to cultivate real people that are of interest to you. Follow every journalist, analyst, and blogger in your space. You can skip most of the TV news anchors. They don't do much journalism, as you know. Also, follow PR people and the people they follow. Follow everyone in your company and make sure they follow back the corporate accounts. You're going to monitor their tweets and leverage their activity. Now to work. Every day of the year, you're going to continue getting new followers, but you're also going to start to engage the analysts. It's important to realize that most people do not actually read their Twitter stream, that constant flow of tweets from people they follow. They can't. Most people only log into Twitter when they have something to post. After posting a link to the latest blog post or a news item that piqued their interest, then they click the Mentions button marked with the ampersand sign. This will show all of the tweets that are either directed at them, a response to something they tweeted usually, or anyone at all on Twitter that mentioned them, even people they do not follow. In this way, they can engage in conversations publicly or respond to comments made about them. Many people will also search on their name, which could be different from their Twitter ID. This is how you get noticed by the analysts, journalists, and bloggers, even if they do not follow you. You can at anyone who does not block you. So, proceed to retweet influencers. Don't go crazy, but once a week at least, retweet something interesting or appropriate, they say. If they tweet a link to their latest blog or article or upcoming webinar, retweet that. Help them out. Drive traffic and followers their way. Mention them. If an influencer is mentioned in the press, wins an award, or takes on a new role, tweet that. Either use their name or at them. If you meet an influencer, tweet about that. If a journalist tweets that she is looking for a source, tweet back and suggest the analyst. Hashtag FF the influencers. Hashtag FF is the hashtag for Follow Friday. I have no idea who invented this, but it's become a Twitter tradition every Friday to tweet lists of great people to follow, preceded by hashtag FF. Your tweet might be hashtag FF, great marsupial tracking analysts at analysts1, comma, at analysts2. All of the above activity is bound to get you noticed by the influencers. They may have even followed you back by now. To get them to follow you, make sure there's some real value in doing so. The corporate Twitter ID at least should be posting everything about the company. If the analyst stubbornly refuses to follow back, send a tweet like this, at Analyst1. Hey, Allison, follow me back so I can DM you. A DM is Twitter's way of facilitating private conversations, direct messages. If an analyst is following you, you will see a little mail icon when you visit her Twitter page. Click on that, and you can send her a message. Use an upcoming briefing, an opportunity to talk to a journalist, or any other excuse to engage her in conversation. Keep the activity going. Every touch moves you along in your MQ plan. Now enlist the rest of the company. Encourage employees as well as stakeholders, like investors and board members, even channel partners, to get on the Twitter wagon. Email them weekly alerts with suggestions of things to tweet. Advise them to follow the corporate account and retweet important messages. Find your Twitter users that already have a lot of followers and ask them also to retweet the company news. LinkedIn LinkedIn has the same value as Twitter. It has its own strengths, too. Make sure your profile and all of the key executives are up-to-date and polished. There should be professional images of each profile owner. 
Ensure that the description of their responsibilities at their current employer, your company, is accurate and reflects the great things that are happening there. Don't use the same words in each profile or it will look like blatant marketing. It is marketing, but it should be skillful marketing. Encourage every employee to sign up for LinkedIn. And this can be dangerous because headhunters and competitors are sharks in the water and activity on a LinkedIn profile is like chum to them. It is true that when people are thinking about moving on, they start to polish their profile. But that's not a problem at your company. You're thriving, and no one would want to leave, right? If they're truly keeping an eye on the space they cover, an analyst will be monitoring LinkedIn for signs of a mass exodus or rapid growth in employees. If you have a lot of employees, you're going to give the impression that you're growing quickly if you get them all to sign up for LinkedIn. After your first meeting with an analyst or anyone in the influence pyramid, Request a connection on LinkedIn. Most people use LinkedIn as a Rolodex. The analysts should not be too snobby about accepting LinkedIn requests. Consider placing ads on LinkedIn. Connect to the analyst influencers. If you know who the analyst respects, other analysts, journalists, authors, speakers, reach out to them via LinkedIn. Make a connection and nurture a relationship. Facebook Facebook is an enigma for marketers. The numbers of people on Facebook is attractive, but for the most part, people use Facebook to interact with friends and family. Inserting a professional relationship is often difficult. One technique that is beginning to work is to create a Facebook page for the company and request analysts and other influencers to like it. Unless they opt out, they will then get a notice every time you post to the page, and they may even see it in their newsfeed. Don't abuse this with too many pictures of staff having fun at your events. Post events, webinars, major news, and alerts about things that impact your industry. Certainly post news of favorable coverage in the press. Google Plus Google Plus is Google's answer to Facebook. It is remarkably similar in its features. At this writing, Google Plus has failed to catch on as a good social networking tool for marketers. That said, make sure that all of your content is given a plus one by you and your team. There may be some advantage for SEO, and if an influencer is in the circle of anyone who gives it a dumber one, they may see the content. It can't hurt. Like Twitter, you can add influencers to your circles, similar to following on Twitter, without their buy-in. They will see that you added them, but do not have to add you to a circle in return. It's a subtle touch point that may pay dividends, so go ahead and circle all of your influencers. Blogging Every vendor should maintain one or more blogs. At the very least, you should maintain a technical blog written by your CTO or member of your research team. The content should contribute to the body of knowledge in your space. You probably employ some of the experts in the field, possibly the expert. Break news in your blog and point tech journalists to it. They may not link directly to your blog, but they'll quote it and the author. Many vendors also maintain blogs written by their CEOs. These can be powerful tools of influence. Journalists, customers, and even analysts are likely to read them, especially if the content is heartfelt and obviously written by the CEO and not the marketing staff. You can hire guest bloggers, too. If they're influencers in their own right, they'll draw an audience and their message will be heard. Many sites, such as Forbes.com and ZDNet.com, are open to industry experts that have recurring good content. These sites get indexed by Google News, so anyone who has an alert set up on a relevant keywords will see when you post. 
posts to these sites can go viral and garner tens of thousands of views. If you can convince the editors of these sites that your content will not be self-serving and overtly commercial, they'll welcome the increased traffic you bring them. A recent trend is for vendors to attempt to set up independent blogs that are not directly associated with their company or products. This can be very effective, especially when you're trying to generate more interest in your product category and the problems you address. If there's no site like this today in your space, you may consider the investment. It requires professional editors and writers and full-time web staff. Creating a valuable source of unbiased information on an emerging space can be an effective way to increase coverage. Leveraging social media for influence is a new discipline. Treat it like an experiment. Try new things every day. Figure out what works. Rinse and repeat. All of the above activity is bound to get you noticed by the influencers.